Hey folks, it's Sam Whitfield here. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Well, I'm here to tell you about my friends at Anchor. And if you're a long-time listener of the program, you've heard me talk about them before. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, they're 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor is, in fact, uh, ridiculously easy to use, ladies and gentlemen, and it is one of the primary reasons why I host the Whitfield Report with Anchor. They take care of everything from distribution to advertising, and all I have to do is continue providing great content for you folks which makes my job a whole lot easier and it makes listening to this podcast a whole lot easier for you guys. So it's a win-win all around. Get started today for free by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, I'm live. Sorry for the uh, delay and sorry for the, uh, you know, little hiccup there. Uh, Welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. Uh, I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live from NGC Studios here from South Florida. And I want to thank you so much for uh, joining me here tonight. Whenever you're uh, listening to this, or if you're listening live, uh, welcome, welcome. Contact info as usual to uh, get the show started. You can uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at 70 underscore NGC, hashtag Whitfield Report. You can also follow the Whitfield Report on Twitter at Whitfield Report. You can follow me on Gab, Minds, and Parlor at Sam Whitfield. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash The Whitfield Report if any of you guys are still on Facebook. And, of course, TheSamWhitfield.com is my website. Um, if any of you guys want to read my work over there or contact me over there. And, as always, uh, please rate and uh, review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. That helps me out a bunch. And, uh, oh boy, folks, what a week, huh? What a week we've had. It's, uh, been crazy in both, uh, the good sense and the, uh, bad sense. And quite honestly, just weird in general, uh, starting off. With uh, Rush Limbaugh's cancer diagnosis on uh, Monday, which we covered on Thursday's uh, podcast. I'm not going to focus too much on that. I will a little bit uh, here as it pertains to some of the State of the Union stuff. Uh, But then we had the State of the Union. And uh, yeah, it was. I didn't get a chance to watch the uh, whole thing on. Tuesday, I had to go to bed to get up early next day for my uh, IRL job uh, this semester, Uh, but uh, I did watch part of it, and it was really damn good. I went back and watched the whole thing uh, this morning, actually, when I woke up. Uh, Very good. I'll be playing highlights of the State of the Union, um, 
tonight and kind of critiquing that. Um, and then Rush Limbaugh, of course, got the Presidential Medal of Freedom and that honor, uh, which sparked outrage on Twitter and the the hard left uh, and the Never Trump right uh, started ridiculing him for that. Uh, and uh, by the way, uh, by the by the way, Bill Bill Crystal. Uh, I mean, Bill Crystal has been dead to me for a while, but, uh, you know, even more so he's now, he's now in the Owen Benjamin category of hatred for me. Uh, Bill Crystal is, he said he would rather vote Democrat and he's going to vote Democrat in 2020 because he despises Trump that much. And Mitt Romney uh, is not in the, uh, isn't quite in the Owen Benjamin cat, but damn, he's pretty damn close there for me uh, as well. But uh, anyway, um, we may take some calls later on uh, if I can get the Skype number to work, uh, but... For now, let's get started with the clips because I have a whole bunch. Let's start off with uh, the State of the Union. Uh, real quick, tonight's episode is also titled Nancy with the Rusting Bitch Face. I figured that would be appropriate considering that uh, Nancy with the Laughing Face was actually an old Frank Sinatra song. and uh, But this fits better with, with Nancy Pelosi because she does indeed have the Rusting Bitch Face. And I will uh, talk about that. In this uh, highlight of the State of the Union, so this is from uh, some YouTube channel called World News or something like that. Uh, very generic. Uh, I don't know who owns it, so I apologize, but it's just titled like World News or something. Uh, so anyway, this is about like a 10-minute summary of uh, like a two-and-a-half-hour State of the Union thing. Obviously, I'll pause and give commentary from... Uh, time to time, but uh, anyway, here's our first clip, so uh, cut number one, go. Madam Speaker, the President of the United States. I am thrilled to report to you tonight that our economy is the best it has ever been. Our military is completely rebuilt, with its power being unmatched anywhere in the world, and it's not even close. Our borders are secure. Our families are flourishing. Our values are renewed. Our pride is restored. And for all of these reasons, I say to the people of our Nancy's plastic surgery job work looks worse than Michael Jackson's plastic surgery job. And that's saying something. The overbite on her fucking dentures is bad, too. Great country, and to the members of Congress, the state of our union is stronger than ever before. If we hadn't reversed the failed economic policies of the previous administration, the world would not now be witnessing this great economic success. Standing ovation from everyone in the chamber, except for the Dems wearing white. They're sitting this out the entire evening. Uh, and obviously, I don't have my pointer here. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, I'm pointing with my mouse at the... My far left uh, 
side of the screen. It might be far right for you guys, depending on how this uh, angles up on the stream. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll do chat shout outs here in a bit. But uh, yeah, this was amazing to watch. Standing ovation for most of the speech. And, uh, you know, just a little tiny chunk of people are sitting uh, this one out. Uh. One of the biggest promises I made to the American people was to replace the disastrous NAFTA trade deal. Nancy's like, oh, fuck, I, I've, that's right, the camera's on me, I, I've, I can't be, uh, she's looking down at her phone, obviously, like, checking Twitter, Twitter or something, she's the chick in high school who is looking down at her fucking phone because she's bored of the, uh, you know, lecture. <laughs> Mike Pence over here, meanwhile, is just, like, giddy, like, He's happy. His his BFF Donnie is killing it right now, and he's just enjoying the show over here. So. In fact, unfair trade is perhaps the single biggest reason that I decided to run for president. Following NAFTA's adoption, our nation lost one in four manufacturing jobs, Many politicians came and went pledging to change or replace NAFTA, only to do so, and then absolutely nothing happened. But unlike so many who came before me, I keep my promises. We did our job. Thanks to our... There's Nancy with the eye roll. And uh, HBug in the chat goes, uh, Nancy making memes. Oh, yeah, quite the memes. Uh... Unfortunately, I cannot rip, uh, like, I'll, I'll admit, even, even TikTok, um, even TikTok has good Nancy memes out there. I, I can't figure out how to export any of them, though, from, uh, TikTok, so, yeah, uh, Johnny Arcade call call me a sexist. Uh, well, I want I I just want to make the patriarchy great again. Uh, Spiral in, welcome, ma'am. Uh, let's see. Semper wants in on this. Let me let me pause this real quick here and uh, let's see who who's all in the chat. Gotta I gotta move my overlays around here a bit. Uh, okay. Uh, starting from the top, Apex, Free the Captives is here, Ray, uh, welcome, Free the Captives, uh, Evil Eric, Evil Eric, by the way, is the one who created my, uh, terrific, uh, logo here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that I use for the show, so, big props to him, uh, just saying, um, obviously the infamous John Eric Hade, H-Bug, and, uh, Semper, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try and get you on if we, if we can get Skype working, uh, later tonight, uh, I don't know if you're on Twitter, but DM me your Skype handle if you have it, or I, I don't have Discord set up, uh, to do the audio uh, yet here either, but we will do something. Obviously, a storm of wrenches just popped in here too. Uh, so uh, yeah, oh yeah, evil Eric is no longer evil Eric actually. So no longer evil Eric. N my bad. Uh, anyway, so Nancy with the resting bitch face just made that um, eye roll there. Did you guys see that? I'll I'll back that up for you guys. Old regulatory reduction campaign. The United States has become the number one producer of oil uh, and natural gas. Rewinds. Got it. One of the biggest promises I made to the American people was to replace the disastrous NAFTA trade deal. 
In fact, unfair trade is perhaps the single biggest reason that I decided to run for president. Following NAFTA's adoption, our nation lost one in four manufacturing jobs. Many politicians came and went pledging to change or replace NAFTA, only to do so, and then absolutely nothing happened. But unlike so many who came before me, I keep my promises. We did our job. Thanks to our There's Nancy with the eye reduction roll. campaign, the United States has become the number one producer of oil and natural gas anywhere in the world, by far. We are supporting the hopes of Cubans, Nicaraguans, and Venezuelans to restore democracy. The United States is leading a 59-nation diplomatic coalition <laughs> against the socialist dictator. Uh, did it, Johnny goes, did he say NAFTA or, or, or NAFTA? Because that, or NAFTA, because that's what I'm thinking. I mean, is NAFTA a type of turpentine? Uh, and by the way, for, for the podcast listeners who aren't listening, when I say it's been a weird week, like I said, uh, Russia's cancer diagnosis, State of the Union, acquittal, uh, and then the week ended really weird because Owen Benjamin, for those who uh, didn't catch last night's YouTube stream, Owen Benjamin is now uh, taking turpentine ladies and gentlemen, to cleanse his gay parasites. But I did a whole two-hour stream on that on the YouTube channel. I don't want to bore the uh, audio podcast listeners with that. So, uh, yeah, we will avoid that for tonight, right? Well, if Semper comes on, like, in the second hour, maybe we'll, we'll get into that. So, um, yeah. ...of Venezuela, Nicolas Maduro... Maduro is an illegitimate ruler, a tyrant who brutalizes his people, but Maduro's grip on tyranny will be smashed and broken. Here this evening is a very brave man who carries with him the hopes, dreams, and aspirations of all Venezuelans. Joining us in the gallery is the true and legitimate president of Venezuela, Juan Guaido. Mr. President. Please take this message back to your So Maduro is a bad guy. Uh, okay, I think this was the only thing that Nancy and the Dems did that was, like, kind of honorable, semi-honorable, this entire State of the Union. Uh, but again, I could be wrong. Almost every American family knows the pain when a loved one is diagnosed with a serious illness. Here to... Oh, this, this was... Yeah, this, this, as you guys know, folks, was my favorite moment as I covered on Thursday. This is when Nancy, uh, too, started to, like, really check out. Watch her expression here. I'm, I'm doing... John, I can't believe it, but I'm doing, like, John Madden... NFL play-by-play, you know, on Nancy's resting bitch face here. What's, uh... Anyway, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this part. I is a special man, beloved by millions of Americans, who just received a stage 4 advanced cancer diagnosis. This is not good news, but what is good news is that he is the greatest fighter and winner that you will ever meet. Rush Limbaugh, thank you 
for your decades of tireless devotion to our country. As I said on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, I love the fact that he and Alex Jones are now rocking the beard full on. And by the way, I did shave mine, but mine grows back so fast. I'll I'll be back to bearded state within days. But uh, as I also said on Thursday, I've I've been watching Rush for, and well, and listening, but I've been a subscriber to his website for, uh, I think eight years now. And uh, I've been able to watch his Ditto cam-, cam feed every day. You can watch his, that's his like live streaming video. He was doing, he was live streaming his show on his own website before that was even a thing for most uh, hosts. So I've watched long enough to know that he does not get emotional very often. But uh, this was incredibly rare, his reaction. And Rush, in recognition of all that you have done for our nation, the millions of people a day that you speak to and that you inspire, and all of the incredible work that you have done for charity. I am proud to announce tonight that you will be receiving our country's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And he is awestruck, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there go the pig. There, Nancy's pissed. She's getting ready to shred them. Uh, yeah, let's see. Okay, yeah, Semper, I'll, I'll check that here in a sec. Uh, yep. Nancy is getting ready to shred the papers, though, because of this. This was the, the key moment. Also, uh, you know, on Thursday, right when I did, when I did the, the podcast all about Rush, uh, I was down I I honestly folks if you if you guys listen to that Thursday podcast you know that Rush is basically the reason why I you know he's my main inspiration for doing podcasting in the first place um and this show I've been podcasting for 12 years as of March this year so I've been at this but Rush has been my main inspiration, so I was really down about his, uh, you know, cancer diagnosis. Still kind of am, but I have to tell you, 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 you guys make me laugh because um, after the Owen stream last night, I went to bed, but like right before I went to bed, some of you guys sent me DMs on Twitter and were like, you know, Sam, I, I know that you're down about Rush's cancer diagnosis, but look at it this way. If Owen keeps taking turpentine, uh, Rush will outlive him, even with the stage 4 cancer uh, diagnosis. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I mean, it was kind of funny. We're not making light of the fact that, you know, Rush has cancer, but... Turpentine is toxic, ladies and gentlemen. It's paint thinner, for God's sakes. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, when keep on curing those, uh, you know, worms you have. 
I will now ask the First Lady of the United States to present you with the honor, please. By the way, I've just got to make this aside here. Uh, a lot of you guys said in the chat on Thursday, and I am inclined to agree with you. Melania's got to be one of the best-looking, if not the best-looking first lady we've had. Maybe, maybe Jackie O is there too, but right? But, I mean, even... Even objectively speaking, Melania is the filth. The F-L-I-F. Right. Rush and Catherine, congratulations. And just weeks ago, for the first time since President Truman established the Air Force, more than 70 years earlier, we created a brand new branch of the United States Armed Forces. It's called the Space Force. Very important. Space Force. Pew, pew, pew. pew. Pew pew pew! Space Force, ladies, and I, I feel like I feel like I need epic sci-fi music for this moment. Space Force. In the gallery tonight, we have a young gentleman, and what he wants so badly—thirteen years old. Ian Lonfay. He's an eighth grader from Arizona. Ian, please stand up. Ian has always dreamed of going to space. He was the first in his class and among the youngest at an aviation academy. He aspires to go to the Air Force Academy, and then he has his eye on the Space Force. As Ian says, most people look up at space. I want to look down on the world. Yeah, I mean, Space Force could be a farce. That's what people are saying in the chat. It, but it, it, keep in mind, this is Trump, who is the world's greatest troll, too. And by the way, I, I don't, I don't blame this kid for wanting to join Space Force because, I mean, hell, I was into science fiction when I was, I still am into science fiction. But like, yeah, thirteen-year-old boys are into you know, space and whatnot. So, yeah, who, who, at that age, who wouldn't want, want to do Star Trek, you know, or Star Wars style shit? That, that sounds fun. So. Many experts believe that OJ's White Bronco goes gay force. No, <laughs> No, no, okay, that's, that's, that's Owen's project. Okay, that, that's what Owen's program would be. So, yeah. Transparency, which will go into full effect at the beginning of next year, will be even bigger than healthcare reform. 
It will save families massive amounts of money for substantially better care. But as we work to improve Americans' health care, there are those who want to take away your health care, take away your doctor, and abolish private insurance entirely. 132 lawmakers in this room have endorsed legislation to impose a socialist takeover of our health care system, wiping out the private health insurance plans of 180 million very happy Americans. Oh, boy. For those watching at home tonight, I want you to know we will never let socialism destroy American health care. The state of California. Well, some debate that might, uh, that some may debate that it already has. But let's continue on. Sorry I keep pausing this. I just, I have to keep talking for fair use purposes. You passed an outrageous law declaring their whole state to be a sanctuary for criminal illegal immigrants. A very terrible sanctuary Welcome, with catastrophic sure results. Now we must embrace the next frontier, America's manifest destiny in the stars. I am asking Congress to fully fund the Artemis program to ensure that the next man and the first woman on the moon will be American astronauts using this as a launching pad to ensure that America is the first nation to plant its flag on Mars. Hold, hold up, hold up. Uh, POTUS, I like you, but that seems like a waste of money. And also, uh, isn't Elon, hasn't Elon Musk kind of already beat you there? I don't know. For decades, China has taken advantage of the United States. Now we have changed that. But at the same time, we have perhaps the best relationship we've ever had with China, including with President Xi. They respect what we've done because, quite frankly, they could never really believe that they were able to get away with what they were doing year after year, decade after decade, without someone in our country stepping up and saying, that's enough. And then the Chinese, and then China just happens to get a nasty uh, outbreak of uh, corona with Lyme virus, right? Now, I prefer the Guinness virus, those of you that, that know me, but, uh, you know, China's experiencing corona with Lyme virus. So, big shout out to Jason Veely for, uh, once again, giving me that line. Now we want to rebuild our country, and that's exactly what we're doing. We are rebuilding our country. As the world's top terrorist, Soleimani orchestrated the deaths of countless men, women, and children. He directed... Remember, like, a month ago when everyone was panicking that we were going to go to World War III over this dude? Like, even, the, even some people on the right who I, who I generally tend to like were freaking out about World War III. Um... El Jefe, I don't know if you're in the chat tonight, but El Jefe, my boy, my guy, El Jefe, was like, nah, it'll be fine. And uh, lo and behold, it was. I, I ran, I ran ain't doing shit to us. The December assault and went on to assault U.S. forces in Iraq was actively planning new attacks when we hit them very hard. And that's why last month, at my direction, the U.S. military executed a flawless precision strike that killed Soleimani and terminated his evil reign of terror forever. Geez, Semper, you say orchestrated an assassination like it's a bad thing. I prefer to use the term taking out the trash, but that's just me. 
Our message to the terrorists is clear. You will never escape American justice. If you attack our citizens, you forfeit your life. Based. There is one more thing. Tonight, we have a very special surprise. I am thrilled to inform you that your husband is back from deployment. He is here with us tonight, and we couldn't keep him waiting any longer. And now I did not see this part. Oh, wow. America is the place where anything can happen. America is the place where anyone can rise. And here, on this land, on this soil, on this continent, the most incredible dreams come true. This nation is our canvas, and this country is our masterpiece. Okay, funny how that they uh, they clipped that out there right as the uh, you know right before the shred, ladies and gentlemen. I I knew that the uh, world news thing was going to do that. Never fear, though. We have we 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 have the we have the documents, folks, or we have the footage rather. Uh, so. Nancy Pelosi, well, let's just say, folks, I I usually don't make predictions this far out, but I think 2020 is kind of in the bag for uh, POTUS at this point. Uh, because of this moment, which has already been memed uh, in a bunch of different hilarious ways. Uh, let's... Let's see... Let's cue this up. Okay. Ah. Uh, yeah. This is the infamous, uh, ripping part. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. Thank you very much. Zip. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Almost every American family knows the pain when a loved one is diagnosed with a serious illness. Here tonight is a special man. Beloved by millions of Americans. Okay, I don't know what that was about. Uh, she obviously ripped the paper, though. Um, so, her, uh, yeah, this caused a big backlash here, folks. Bigly uh, backlash, ladies and gentlemen. Major backlash. Now, I know that people here who listen to this program and who watch the stream have very mixed emotions on uh, Tim Pool. I I wouldn't say I'm a fan of Tim Pool, but but I like some of the stuff he uh, puts out there, and he actually did a pretty good commentary piece on it. Obviously, I'm not going to do. Uh, play the entirety of this, but uh, 
even Tim Pool, who is pretty, yeah, who is pretty left on some things, even he admits that uh, Nancy and the Dems are kind of in the shit for this. And a lot of Dems who are just, you know, average Joes or Josephines, I guess, if, you know, they're female, um, are leaving the Democrat Party. And Tim Pool reported on this. Uh, okay, you know what? Uh, for the Semper thing, too, I'm probably going to do a separate stream for that, too, uh, by the way, because I don't want to cut to commercial break. Um, I, well, I don't have commercial breaks for this stream, actually. So, uh, Semper, I will get to you. It'll just be in like a, you know, I'll set up another stream and we'll do it that way. So... Um, but anyway, here is, uh, Tim Pool talking, uh, the Dems are pretty much, he didn't say fucked, but he might as well have. Uh, uh, okay, where did I put the clip? Okay. Uh, yes, Democrats are quitting... The party after uh, Pelosi's rips up the speech. This is from this is from my favorite beanie wearer, Tim Pool. Uh, clip number three, roll the tape. By now, most of you are probably aware that after Donald Trump finished giving his State of the Union address, Nancy Pelosi stood up and tore in half her copy of his speech. Many people saw this as disrespectful, yet. On social media, in the left wing or Democratic echo chamber, they're praising what Nancy Pelosi has done. But in the real world, there's going to be serious consequences for the Democratic Party. Shortly after she did this, C-SPAN, which is not a partisan news network by any stretch of the imagination, opened its phone lines to callers. And many Democrats called in to say they were quitting the party. They would not vote Democrat ever again. One man, a Democrat for 77 years, said this was it. Some saying they were embarrassed by her behavior. Mike Pence has now slammed her. Some have called for her resignation. But more importantly, she showed exactly what's wrong with the Democratic Party right now. Instead of talking about important issues like Donald Trump was doing, she just threw a fit and tore up his speech. Earlier today, I did commentary on this saying that any opportunity for Democrats to to reject Donald Trump's statements or accuse him of lying are gone. The whole narrative is about Nancy Pelosi embarrassing the Democratic Party. And at the same time, Donald Trump just keeps getting more and more good news. He's likely going to be acquitted in the impeachment trial today. I'm recording this a little bit earlier than when that vote takes place. And he was. And Democrats, according to one story, may have given Trump his best week yet. When you add what Nancy Pelosi just did, I'll say what I've said in the past several weeks. It feels like there is no Democratic Party anymore. When we look at the Iowa caucuses and the whole fiasco, Pete Buttigieg somehow, you know, jumping in front of Bernie Sanders, even though Bernie Sanders has the popular vote, nothing seems to make sense. They're accusing each other of cheating. It is all falling apart. And and, and to make matters worse, amid this entire catastrophe, Nancy Pelosi (laughs) went and embarrassed the entire party. Mm -hmm. So let's see exactly what happened with this C-SPAN story. I have the transcript from the callers. I want to read this to you. I want to show... I've got the documents, folks. Some of the reactions, and I want to show you just how good we have. We have excellent news. Jobs numbers are in. Man, Trump is, is, is headed for a re-election. And one of the callers even said that. Nancy Pelosi sealed the deal. Before we get started, however, yep. head over to TimCast.com. Er, Tim stops. This is... No, Tim. No. Bad boy. This is my show. You do not shill your crap on my show. Okay. First, I want to read you what one caller said. I have been a Democrat for 77 years. Turley, you might remember. And see, here's another one. They're saying resonates with me. It's basically what I said. Sorry, I have the transcript from the callers. I want to read this to you. I want to show you some of the reactions. And I want to show you just how good we have. We have excellent news. Jobs numbers are in. Man, Trump is 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 headed for a re-election. And one of the callers even All right, Semper, if you're out, uh no problem, man. We'll we'll do it. 
you know, I'll I'll get you on. I I uh, I apologize. We'll uh, we'll chat and schedule you on for uh, a full show. So uh, sorry about that. But uh, thanks for tuning in, sir. And uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Good night, sir. So thanks for uh, contributing as always. Oh, and by the way, since Tim wanted to show his uh, links, streamlabs.com forward slash the Whitfield Report is where you can uh, donate to this uh, show if you would like to contribute. Uh, I don't I don't announce that usually at the beginning of the podcast when I should more. I just don't, you know, I keep, I keep this overlay up there. Um, and anyone who wants to know it can, and all my social links are also in the description of the, uh, stream too, usually in the description. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks for, uh, dropping by Semper and, uh, I really appreciate it. God bless you, sir, and good night. And, uh, let's see. Oh, o- Oki Bear is, uh, in the chat, so welcome. That Nancy Pelosi sealed the deal. Before we get started, however, head over to TimCast.com. Nope. Okay. With me. It's basically what I said this morning. It's what I said last night. What, what she did was truly shocking and embarrassing. And when you combine that with all of the other nonsense, the endless scandals, and, 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 and they seem to be doing nothing for the American people. The only thing I see is Trump's victory, but we'll get into all that. First, let's start with C-SPAN. This is the State of the Union reaction. C-SPAN opens the phones for viewers' reaction to the president's State of the Union address. First, I want to read you what one caller said. I have been a Democrat for 77 years. It was appalling to me. I found it very dis—so, hold on, let me stop. These these, uh, uh, captions are not perfect. He says, I found it, or in fact, disrespectful— He is still the president. I am changing my mind. I am never going for a Democrat again. I will probably stay home. I am very embarrassed being a Democrat for what they did in the House with Pelosi and the rest of them. They seemed like a bunch of idiots sitting there. The 17,000 families in this country of our family name. We we will have a bully. We, We will a bully all get together again and boycott the Democratic Party. That is how I feel. I am fixing to hang up on you. Bye. Let me just stress. These clips are transcribed, so the translations are not perfect. Some of these, they're, they're not all from Democrats. Here's one call that said, media has tried to make Donald Trump out to be a shallow entertainer. I think the reality is that there are things that are deep things, masses of people that he connected with. There is a little reversal of the Bob Dylan song in the 1960s. There is something going on here and you don't know what it is. Do you, Mr. Liberal? We see this one. The Christian nation that we are has tons of truth the media and cable news networks and C-SPAN won't allow us to talk about. With that gap, there is a thin gap between us getting to say what we really believe and a paradigm shift happening in this country. The party is over for those that control the truth narrative. Here's another one. I thought it was disgusting. As I sat here tonight and watched the whole speech, it was odd just to watch a State of the Union address and watch my president give a speech on everything great that is happening in our country. And yet Nancy Pelosi and the others who were dressed in white, just sitting over there, never standing, never clapping for anything that might be good for the country, never standing for anything that might be that might be good for the country. I don't understand it. I used to be a Democrat. I am no longer a Democrat. This one says, I. All right. And so on and so forth. Um, So let me move my overlay back to its proper spot. So. This clip is a uh, six minute long. It, it basically goes on like this. Um, but um, I've heard that from Democrats just in my neighborhood who like aren't, you know, really Antifa types. They're moderates. They're sick of Pelosi. Um, and by the way, uh, for those people who are saying they want Owen, I'll, I'll, I'll do an after show. Uh, tonight for the Whitfield Report. Uh, I did, I, well, although I, I spent two hours last night on Owen, um, for the main podcast, which is what this is, I don't want to spend, like, more time, 
uh, on Owen. Uh, we're focusing on Nancy tonight, uh, which, you know, we'll wrap that up soon so we can get to the after show. Uh, but yeah. Um. Anyway, what? So let's see what Nancy Pelosi herself how she tried to justify her actions. This was, I believe, from uh, was this was from Thursday, I think, when she made this remark. Uh. But anyway, yeah, she she tried to justify uh her shredding of the document. So, uh, anyway, this was her excuse. Uh, Pelosi says Trump's State of the Union address, quote, had no contact with reality whatsoever. Uh-huh. All right, we want to interrupt uh, the chat we're having with Nancy to take you live right now to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi holding her weekly news conference. Let's listen. In writing or in person, his uh, statement of the State of the Union. Uh, what happened instead was the president using the Congress of the United States as a backdrop for a reality show, presenting a state of mind that had no contact with reality whatsoever. Uh, it was quite appalling to hear the president say the 150 at least million families in America uh, that are faced with pre-existing medical conditions about a benefit that is afforded to them in the Affordable Care Act, that he was protecting that benefit, when in fact he has done everything to dis dismantle it. In fact, we are fighting him in the courts right now to preserve that benefit. That misrepresentation... Not true. ...presentation was appalling and so clearly untrue and next, he talked about pre, uh, the, the, another issue of concern to America's working families, the issue of the cost of prescription drugs. As I've said to you before, I've seen grown men cry across the country when it comes to the fact that they cannot afford the prescription drugs and meet their other obligations to their families. And we had talked about negotiating for lower prices. That's the only way you're going to get lower prices. She might actually be, be drinking turpentine here, folks. She looks just... Or, or maybe she's mixing turpentine into her scotch now. I'm not... I'm not sure. She... She looks... Well, she always looks hammered. Uh, but we're talking Owen levels of hammered here now. Yep. During the campaign, the president said he was going to negotiate like crazy. I think like crazy means maybe not at all. I've said that to you before uh, because the president's statements have sent pharma socks soaring. And for him to represent that he was working on that. We had been working on it. We were hopeful to get something done. I guess pharma must have stepped in. And then he talked about saving Medicare, Medicare, Medicare and Social Security uh, when, in fact, in his budget, the 220 budget that he submitted, <sighs> two, $2 trillion dollars uh, worth uh, re uh, uh, decreased in Medicare and Medicaid combined, <sighs> including to, uh, in terms of Social Security, uh, reduce the disability benefit in Social Security. So these, you know, one after another, right to the kitchen table of America's work. Ah! <sighs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, excuse me. What is she babbling about? <laughs> uh, yeah, Nan Nancy is creeping out John here, folks. Like, Johnny's getting creeped out. Okay, so... That... You still haven't explained why you shredded the damn speech, Nancy. 
And by the way, that wasn't as loud as I wanted it to be, but it's only because people in the house are asleep. And uh, I don't want people to think that I'm getting axe murdered in here. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, you're right, the flag does look like Mr. Pino. Pringles. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh. (laughs) Oh my god. I I can't un I cannot unsee that right now. You're right, it is it is it is the Mr. Pringles can. (laughs) Yep. Alright, what what stopped traumatizing John Johnny here though? I think Nancy Pelosi diddled Johnny when he was a, a kid, so I will stop traumatizing him. Anyway, speaking of uh, speaking of reactions, here was POTUS's reaction to uh, Nancy starting shredding the speech. The left was flipping out over this, and I have I do have one fun article to read you guys before we get out of here tonight. Uh, I do have some whimsy. This was hilarious. And uh, I'll pull this up while the the clip is going. But here was uh, Trump's reaction to Pelosi ripping up up the speech. It was very illegal for uh, Nancy Pelosi to rip rip up the speech. This is great. Uh, Clip 5, roll the tape. Well, I thought it was a terrible thing when she ripped up the speech. First of all, it's an official document. You're not allowed. It's illegal what she did. She broke the law. But I haven't uh, I haven't been asked a question other than a lot of people that viewed it. They couldn't believe that she did it. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was very disrespectful to the chamber, to the country. And, you know, look, uh, people, I got very high marks on the speech. And I didn't know she did it until I was walking out. And some of the congressmen and women were saying, can you believe what she did? But I didn't know she did. Well, I think there's a lot of evil on that side. They've gone crazy. They've gone totally crazy. It's too bad. I've gotten tremendous amounts done, more than anybody's gotten done in three years, by far. But uh, they're not constructive people. Well, I do work with Democrats. I work with everybody. But uh, that group is, uh, you know, they say Trump derangement syndrome. They've got it. They've got a bad case of it. You saw that. That was on display the other night when she ripped up the speech. That was terrible. It was a terrible, so disrespectful to our country and actually very illegal what she did. Hey there, I'm Chris Hayes from MSNBC. Thanks for watching oh, MSNBC on gross, YouTube. If you this want to keep guy. up to date with the videos oh, we're putting out, you can click subscribe. Uh, yeah, no, Chris. Yeah, no. Sorry, dude. Sorry, guys. I forgot that I forgot that I got this from MSNBC. I MSNBC is the is the MSNBC as Chris Matthews used used to call it with more of a lisp. Uh, used to. Uh, yeah, used to pronounce it. Um, anyway, though, so I usually don't read the Bam- Babylon Bee. Usually I find them a bit corny, but this was hilarious. I will say that. Uh, so anyway, this is great. And I'll try and do a bit of, you know performance art for you guys with this this is this is this is the whimsy moment okay uh so mm. headline from the babylon b trump's power doubles after absorbing impeachment attack and this is satire for those of you who you know, on the left who don't get what satire even is. Uh, Washington, D.C. It's over, Pelosi. You've lost, shouted a cackling Trump as he and the speaker 
as he as he and the Speaker of the House hovered above the White House, locked in mortal combat. You have no cards left to play. Pelosi, ragged and weary from battling her arch nemesis for three years, managed a weak smile. Oh, I think I've got one more card up my sleeve. <laughs> she growled through clenched dentures. <laughs> Progressives assemble! Down on the ground, something incredible happened. Brave, resi- <laughs> Brave resistance warriors from all over began to assemble and scream at the sky. Guy. <laughs> Their powers adding to her own. Pelosi's eyes began to glow blue as she was filled with all the power of every <laughs> outraged progressive across the land. <laughs> the land. <laughs> oh shit, I'm not going to be able to, to finish this with, with a straight face. Impeachment attack, go! She cried as she unleashed a blue energy beam at Trump's chest. A desperate final gamut to impeach him forever and and remove him from office. But Pelosi was, but Pelosi was horrified as Trump only absorbed the attack, feeding on its power. Ha ha ha! Ha 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 ha! He cackled as he gained more, more and more power from the impeachment attack. Foolish mortals, every attack only makes me stronger. Trump then drew all on his newfound power to create chaos at the at the Iowa prime primaries. <laughs> <laughs> causing himself to be acquitted and forcing the antibodies to have a mental breakdown. Odd, all in the same week. Unfortunately, he then tweeted something dumb, his own weakness. <laughs> but Democrats then, then respond. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. See, this is how you write satire, Ellen. This is how you write satire. Uh... But that, but Democrats then responded to his dumb tweets with even dumber stuff, causing his power to grow even more. Oh, oh, oh! Fuck! Ah! Oh. <laughs> the now now see now see Fox. This is this is why Trump is the true uh, dark lord. You're just the dork lord. Ah. Uh, okay. That was, uh... That was cool, guys. Thanks, Babylon B. Very cool. And, uh... With that, folks... That will conclude tonight's, uh... You know... Edition of the Whitfield Report... I want to thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in and uh, watching the stream. Thanks to everyone who popped in here uh, to join. I will be having the after show uh, YouTube exclusive uh, at right after this. Um, and I'm going to uh, lose the, bra- the blazer and a few uh, things. But then I'll be back, and uh, we will do the after show. I don't know if any guests will come on uh, to Skype, but if any of the usuals are around, like Apex or Johnny uh, or Hardjim, if 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 you want to come on, I'm about ready to do an after show. Uh, Hardjim, what what time is it over there in uh, England anyway? But uh, anyway. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'll be back for the after show, but for the rest of you folks, uh, from all of us here at NGC Studios, have a good night. God bless. God save this great nation. God freedom, I can see in that order, and I will see you on Thursday for the, uh, for the Thursday edition of the Whitfield Report. Until then, God bless, and God save this great nation.
Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show. You can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show. Or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page. If you can support the podcast, I really, really appreciate that. Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated, even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast. I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.